Welcome to Christian Natural Health with naturopathic Dr. Lauren DeVille. Christian Natural Health is the podcast on how to get and stay healthy God's way. You'll hear topics on nutrition, exercise, sleep, avoiding toxicity, meditating on scripture, what supplements to take, stress management, defeating anxiety and worry, how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lauren. Welcome back to another episode of Christian Natural Health. Today, I am very excited to have Scott Pryor with us. Scott turns real-life tragedies into award-winning screenplays and films. He is the founder and CEO of Pryor Entertainment, which is a bi-coastal independent production company that creates films, TV, and content that inspires, empowers, and educates so that others may truly live. After setting the record for the second highest grossing domestic box office for self-distributed movies to theaters in 2020, on February 2nd, 2021, Pryor Entertainment is releasing digitally their first most recent feature, Tulsa, starring Pryor, John Schneider, Libby Birch, Nicole Marie Johnson, and Cameron Arnett. Pryor describes himself as a big kid with really big dreams whose goal in life is to pioneer hope. Welcome, Scott. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Doc. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, your bio also says that you were a trial lawyer and a Marine. So tell us about how you transitioned from like, that's quite a, that's quite a jump there. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, well, the Marines, uh, you know, it, it all kind of has to do, a lot has to do with film. When I was, uh, when I was a kid, my dad, um, used to rent war movies and, uh, uh, my mom wasn't exactly happy about me seeing all the violence, but my dad was big. <laughs> in, but so, sure. so he, uh, so he, uh, so we watched full metal jacket, which is a very, very rough, uh, film, mm-hmm. uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, but it, uh, basically is, uh, great uh, example of what Marine Corps boot camp is is like mm-hmm. and um, as a little kid I, I'm always drawn to challenge and very very tough things and really putting myself through the through a, a challenger or the grinder and so I, I said you know I want to do that and it was really from a from a film I was inspired from a film mm-hmm. and um, so fast forward uh, I was in high school and we would do skits in one of my classes just make up skits and that sort of stuff and so that's where the, kind of the acting and, and storytelling came in. So yeah. um, right after right after high school, uh, I was in like I graduated on a Friday. The next Tuesday, I was in Marine Corps boot camp. Oh wow! Um, at seventeen, and uh, so I so I went in the Marine Corps uh, reserves, and so I did all my active duty training, and then went to college. Uh, then went to law school, mm-hmm. uh, but when I was in college, I did um, some Shakespeare uh, plays and and uh, some actually one Shakespeare play to be technically correct and, and some other student body um, kind of skits and acting that sort of stuff mm-hmm. and then um, I decided to go to law school and uh, you know I'm a fighter so the the theme is fighting and Marines and so uh, you know I'm a trial lawyer uh, so I kind of have a dual uh, dual career here as a filmmaker and a trial lawyer but the central theme is really telling people's stories and so mm-hmm. as a trial lawyer um, I represent people who've been very, very, very seriously injured or killed. Uh, most recently, I had a case here in Atlanta, Georgia, where a van tipped over, uh, slid on its side, and um, unfortunately, seven people burned uh, burned to death. Oh my! And so I rep- I represent three people from um, that. Not there was more people. You know, some there were some survivors. So I sure. represent three people from from that, uh, oh gosh, and then. Wow. Um, you know, we do a lot of cases where 
you know, semi trucks run people over and, and, uh, you know, my dad drove truck and my uncle dr- drove trucks and I've got, um, just nothing but love for, uh, semi truck drivers and trucking companies. But, right. uh, bas- basically, uh, you know, I, I fight, uh, I fight for my clients. Mm-hmm. I fight, uh, insurance companies basically, and just make sure that my clients are, uh, properly compensated or their families in case of death. So, right. um, uh, so you know, day to day, my day to day in and out, uh, I have families coming to us who've suffered awful, awful, awful tragedies and their whole lives have been, you know, flipped upside down and all around. And, and, uh, we go all over the country doing that and it keeps me very grounded. Um, and so then I, of course, you know, I'm preparing for trial right now, Mm -hmm. uh, for a girl who got hit by construction truck in a crosswalk downtown Atlanta on her 30th birthday and just, multiple, multiple spinal injuries and everything else. And so we're getting ready to go to trial on that. So again, keeps me, keeps me very grounded, but I get to tell that client story to a jury, to a judge. Um, so I, so I love that aspect of it, but I, but I also like to take, um, and and I love the, I love, you know, films and and television and, and all that. So we also, uh, my wife and I started writing, uh, our own screenplays and we have, um, we have another writer as well who helps. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the, the film came in. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that kind of started where uh, we were at our local church and they asked me to write some skits. And then they asked me to write the Christmas play. Mm-hmm. And that, Chris, that Christmas play actually turned into our very first film called The List. Oh, cool. Um, and so The List is on Amazon and just different places. And right. so then um, so then we did a, a movie called Black Bear, which uh-huh. is an underground. It's an underground cage fight film. And it's two Marines returning from Afghanistan. And it's a. Uh, powerful film, you know, raising issues with veterans and uh, veterans issues, you know, just different, uh, different issues that veterans are facing. Yeah. And uh, so uh, and then our third film is Tulsa mm-hmm. and Tulsa, which was recently released. We Tulsa went to theaters in 2020. So during COVID mm-hmm. and uh, we had uh, been in talks with Regal Cinemas about, you know, and Regal said, sure, we want the movie. And how many theaters, you know, do you want? And we're like, how many theaters do you have? Yeah, exactly. So, so, um, we ended up opening nationwide and we were like literally one of the first films to, to when the theaters reopened, it was challenging though, because you had a, people didn't know that theaters were open and B, a lot of people were scared to go to theaters. And so that was definitely a challenge. And we didn't have like a huge marketing budget. We had a very, very, I mean, our marketing budget was a joke. We literally did local Facebook ads that were local to the theaters. But the film, uh, Tulsa actually stayed in theaters for, it was over a 13 week run, I believe. Wow. And then it started getting picked up by independent theater chains. Mm -hmm. And like, we got, we got a call from a mayor and I think it was Louisiana. And he said, Hey, um, I've heard about this movie. I have to have it in my town. Uh And so we would just get calls from theaters across the country and, uh, so that was really cool. And then, um, different churches have been, so we licensed Tulsa to churches, uh, through, a, through a church licensing group. And, um, I know, uh, Joel Osteen's church, uh, some of their, um, decision makers had seen the film. Mm-hmm. And so they actually did a move. They did a, it was their movie screening in July and they were super excited about it. And we got That's a lot fun. of feedback yeah. from people, you know, who'd, who'd seen that. So it's, it's uh, it's doing well. It's on Amazon and um, iTunes and a bunch of digital um, arenas right now. And uh, actually, there's some other streaming services that are standing up. So we just gotta 
email yesterday from our distributor saying that some other uh, distributors, you know, big, big distributors are picking it up. So we're very excited. Um, it's being sold, um, you know, worldwide as well. So we have a distributor for that. So it's, it's doing, it's doing well, mm -hmm. but uh, anyhow, so that's, uh, that's kind of a little bit of the that's background. Story. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So I imagine with your intense day job, you probably need a right brain escape. So that probably is part of the idea for prior entertainment too, huh? Oh, absolutely. So we, so I try to balance it out and, and sometimes it feels like a tug of war, but you know, I need both. Uh, the law gives me definitely an analytical. I'm definitely an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it gives me it. And honestly, I represent, you know, just witnesses that I depose and the, the, the different people that I've come across in, in the law profession mm -hmm. at all different levels, honestly, it just gives me different characters. And they say truth is stranger than fiction. So, it, so I, I'm never uh, devoid of characters or things to write about. So it's, it, you know, it's, it's pretty awesome. Plus it, it, it allows me to serve, you know, it, it really allows, uh, the, the practice to serve our community, you know, nationwide for people who are very hurting. And, you know, that's what we want to do with our films. Mm -hmm. Our films aren't just, you know, films to make films. Our films all have, you know, messages of hope and love and mm -hmm. redemption and, uh, to, to restore people. We've had a number of people reach out uh, literally worldwide, um, we've got emails from all sorts of different countries, and even sometimes when the films, our films have been pirated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> pirated it's like, hey, no, you know, not in, <laughs> not in that country, but um, glad you like. <laughs> we uh, we had uh, a Christmas or two ago. We had a uh, some a lady reach out in in another country who had watched our very first film, mm -hmm. and she said that uh, God used it to give her the courage to call the suicide helpline. Oh wow! And um, she said it literally, sa you know, God used it to save her life. And then we recently had another call and this is about our very first film. Uh, and so it's, it's been pretty, pretty awesome to, to have the opportunity to work in the medium of, of film. And, um, right. we're developing some, you know, some currently working on some projects as well. So, mm -hmm. uh, just see the impact, um, the impact that the films make. And, and, um, so it's, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Praise God. That's awesome. So for Tulsa, what inspired you to write and to tell that story? Kind of like what's the, what the theme or what do you think people are going to take away from that film? Well, people are going to definitely take, a, they're going to take away a lot. Tulsa's going to, um, you know, it's a comedy drama and I, I won't, I won't spoil anything. I would encourage anyone listening to this to go look at the trailer. And a lot of people say, Oh, I saw the trailer. You guys put so much in the trailer you know, I've seen the whole film and the trailers t trailers good. It's impactful, but, uh, but that's not funny. true for <laughs> sure. I can say it's not, it's not true. And, 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 and I'm glad that, that you were able to see it. So yeah. a lot of people are like, Oh no, you haven't seen it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, there's so much packed in, uh, to the story, you know, it's a story about a, a Marine biker and his long lost daughter that he never knew he had. And the biker's just, you know, Tommy Colson, he's hanging on just the edge of life, just hanging on and mm -hmm. he's ready to give it all up. And then he gets the call that he's got a daughter and he's not ready to be a father. And she interjects, you know, herself in his life. And she's a, she's a hurricane, a force to be reckoned with. And she's mm -hmm. trying to clean him up. And she's so adorable too. <laughs> that actress. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, she's great. She's great. Livy's now in. Uh, she's now in Stranger Things. So is she? Um, oh wow. Oh yeah. Very nice. She's a, she's, she's in Stranger Things. So, um, but she. I, I don't say she got her start, but I think her big, her big uh, break was kind of with us, and she was awesome to work with. And mm -hmm. her mom and her family are awesome. We're you know they come over. Uh, we we still keep up with them to this day. We've become friends, and she's almost like 
a daughter to me, but, uh, she's, uh, definitely talented, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a blast. And then of course the, the film gets more serious, but the, uh, the basis of the film, it's, it's inspired by true events. It was actually a case that I had worked on, oh. um, where, um, you know, I represented a, a young girl about that age and, um, that's all I'm going to say. Right. And, uh, so it's, it's actually a live case. As a matter of fact, um, uh, I was okay. fight, fighting for a little girl and, um, they were not treating her well. And I had z- not a single witness on our, uh, on our side. And, uh, it is literally God opening doors. Cause I took the case cause I said, okay, there's no way this girl got hurt and it was her fault. There was no way. Yeah. And, um, I sat with the family. I met this girl and my intuition and my gut said, there's absolutely no way. Mm-hmm. And so, um, anyhow, so we ended up taking the case and fighting for her and, and God really opened some doors mm-hmm. to give us leverage to, to really, really, you know, provide for her future and, and, and her family and that sort of stuff. So that's that great. all being said, um, I won't spoil anything mm-hmm. for anybody, but, uh, that's, that, that was just truly, uh, uh, that's, that's how I was inspired. As a matter of fact, I was in California at a friend's house working on another script and I was kind of recovering from the shoot of black bear because black bear is a very physical film. It's an underground cage fight film. It's real gritty. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I was kind of recovering and doing some physical therapy and different stuff. And, uh, I was flying back to Atlanta and the, you know, I was thinking about the case cause we were getting ready to go to trial on that case. And, I was just thinking about it. And then I grabbed a pen, uh, and kind of pinned out the higher points on a, on literally an airplane napkin. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that, that turned into a screenplay. So that was a uh, kind of a cool, cool thing that happened. Yeah. You just got a download of it. That's great. Uh, yeah. so what's kind of your opinion, just taking a step back a bit of the Christian film industry in general, like what made you want to enter that space and how do you see your films as similar or different than what's already out there? That's a great question. So I remember being, you know, as a teenager, I remember thinking, you know, there's, if somebody would make, you know, a great faith-based film and, you know, people have all sorts of opinions on Hollywood and this and that, but I'm like, if somebody could make a great faith-based film, and then of course Mel Gibson made the passion of the Christ, which is obviously very, very successful. Mm -hmm. Um, and then of course you had the Kendricks and the Irwins who came along, which they're great, great guys. I've, you know, I I don't know them well. I've, I've been fortunate enough to have conversations with, um, Steve, Stephen Kendrick number of years ago and then John Irwin and just, just so helpful and just great guys. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, um, they were certainly early in the space and I was, you know, practicing attorney. And, um, so the, not that I can speak on behalf of the entire Christian film, um, industry because those guys work with, with the studios and stuff, whereas we're independent. So Mm -hmm. that means, you know, we raise the budget, we, we go out and shoot and then we shop for our own distributor. So, um, it's, it's definitely, definitely a different business model, but, um, it, it's interesting. And I, I would, I, I describe our films cause a lot of people say you're, you're different than what's out there. Um, we, we tend to be, um, you know, I, I tell a story and I, I don't ever say not, and, and I'm not saying that any other filmmakers, I'm not alluding to any filmmakers in the, in the Christian film industry, but I tell a story and where that story, where that leads, that leads. So, you know, in Tulsa, you have, you know, you have, um, some real characters doing some, uh, real things. Now, you know, of course we don't, 
there's some things that we will not show in our films, but you know, we, we get pretty gritty with life and, and tackle some issues. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and not everything ends up, you know, in a bow, sometimes there's, there's some, some rough edges there that we leave in there and that kind of sparks, uh, conversation. Uh, so, 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 you know, we get, uh, we've had a number of people, I would say, um, a lot of times people will like Tulsa was market. It wasn't marketed as a Christian film. Like if you watch the trailer, obviously you see faith in there. Mm -hmm. Um, but we, we tell two kinds, two generally two kinds of stories. We will tell, tell like a parable. So black bear, which is, you know, cage fighting and, you know, real tough and gritty. That's more of a parable. So you see the faith in, um, Tulsa, the faith is a little more front and center. Black bear, the faith is there. You do see it. Um, and certainly we don't hide it all from faith, but it's kind of how you tell the story. So, um, Tulsa wouldn't necessarily be marketed like it, you know, it's on Amazon, but it's not like Christian movie. It's just, right. you know, it's, it's a comedy drama mm-hmm. and obviously the faith is there. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I feel like we're kind of a bridge because just your average person who is not of faith, mm-hmm. they're going to watch the film. They're going to, they're going to see the faith. They're going to see the gospel but I'm not, you know, I'm not beating anybody over the head or sitting them down. And, um, and, and I'm, and that's, that's no commentary on, again, any Christian filmmakers or anything. It's just, I, our personally, we want, um, the audience to say, Oh, I connect with that character and then see that character as they go through the challenges of life and, and the challenges of faith. Right. Right. Uh, right. So, yeah. so just, um, that's, that's kind of how we want to tell the story as if, uh, Hey, you know, we're all in the same boat and you know, this is this character struggles and look, this character comes to faith, but Ooh, here's their struggle still once they're, once they become, um, you know, a person of faith or, mm-hmm. you know, so, so anyhow, so that's kind of how, uh, that's kind of how we do it. So. Gotcha. Okay. So what else are you working on at the moment? Any upcoming projects? Absolutely. So we've, we've got uh, some projects I would love to shoot in 2022. Uh-huh. Um, so we're, we're, we're moving forward in that and, you know, uh, God willing. So I would love to shoot in 2022. Um, we have a mental health faith-based script and anybody here in this can pray for us with these projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we feel, we, we try to tackle issues that we think are current and are relevant mm-hmm. and that are needed, need to be talked about. So it's kind of a, it, the film, uh, the script is about, an intersection of a family of faith, but they are dealing with mental health issues. It's uh, again, it's going to be a comedy drama, but uh, we can't wait uh, for that to come out. The working title of that is I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, you know, it's kind of your average everyday American family. Um, and they're just, you know, they kind of have their struggles and everything like that from the outside. Everything looks good, but on the inside, um, there's definitely some issues, issues that they deal with in it. It uh, definitely ta- tackles uh, mental health and you know raising awareness and and um, just seeing a family struggle with that because I, I think there's so many people struggling with mental health issues, especially with you know during COVID and all that. Sure. And it's not re- and it's not really talked about. And then of course you know in the faith community, not that it's not talked about, but how do you approach that? So we'd we'd like to really begin a com you know use that as a tool to begin a conversation and. And we actually sat down with a uh, with a with a counselor who's a you know strong Christian, great guy, mm-hmm. and um, said, "Hey, here here's the scenario in our film. Uh, give us give us talking points and 
given the scenario, and I don't want to give every, anything away, but um, given this scenario, you've counseled people and families that, you know, are struggling with this, what would you say? So we weave in, um, we weave in truth and, and uh, hopefully it's going to help a lot of people. And, and a friend of mine read it recently. Not many people have read the script, but a friend of mine who I trust who's a creative read it. Mm-hmm. He's battled with some, some mental health issues and he's like, Phew. he's like, this, this is going to knock you on your backside in a good way. He's like, Great. this is going to help millions and millions of people. And he's super excited about it. So we're, we're super excited about that. So that's a, that's a, a, a movie that hopefully we'll be filming very soon. And then we have uh, an action film um, that uh, we're really excited about. It's uh, it's uh, I'll just say we have an, a- we have an action film. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> okay. It's, it's a, it, it's, it's a really good story. It's called lost sons. And if, if uh, anyone wants to follow, follow us um, a couple, a couple resources. If you go to official Scott Pryor and mm-hmm. Scott is two T's and Pryor is P as in Paul R Y O R. So official Scott Pryor, mm-hmm. uh, you can find, um, I'm going, we actually have uh, a social media person starting <laughs> to help us. Cause if it's uh, left to me, gotcha. if it's left, <laughs> left to me, uh, the posts are really old. We had one company and, uh, who is doing the post. And I'm like, if anybody goes to my social media, they think, I'm a narcissist because just a bunch of pictures of me. And I said, I'm not really interested in just a bunch, <laughs> a bunch of pictures of me to be quite honest. So, right. so, uh, so anyhow, so we've got a, we brought a friend of ours in who's a creative and, and we've worked together before. And so she's, she's standing up some, some more of our social media. Um, so, you know, follow us and, and, um, you know, if, if you like our, if you like what we're doing, please mm-hmm. share. And, you know, we'd like to kind of grow our own, our own audience. So anytime we have a project come out, then, you know, obviously you can see it on our social media and, and, uh, go and go and see it. But, uh, also our, our website is prior and entertainment.com. And of course, prior is P R Y O R prior entertainment.com. And so you can, you can see the links to all three of our films that all three of them have won, um, major awards. Uh, thankfully we don't do it for awards, but, um, they've all been nominated and won, won awards. And, um, so we, we really, really, really stress the power of story, and I don't want to just throw a story together. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, we want to make movies that really have a deep impact. And you know, if somebody leaves the theater um, or you know watches it at home and they're not moved, then I feel like we haven't done our job. Mm-hmm. And so, but we we do feel that um, you know that, that uh, e- each one of our films is definitely moving and. And uh, it's we're very intentional about the story that we tell and the characters that that we put on the screen. And mm-hmm. so awesome. So just curious, start to finish, what does the timeline and the process look like for getting a film from concept to distribution? How long is that? What all is involved? <laughs> all that. Wow, that's a, <laughs> it, that, that's a great question. Um, so, you know, obviously conceptually since we and and honestly we've done A to Z. Now we don't we don't we don't distribute in terms of like call Netflix ourselves. We, we, uh, we talk to different distributors and shop our films. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, I'm certainly not opposed to working with the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in, we're in talks with some people who've seen our work and, and, um, have said that they would fund our projects and they're mm-hmm. associated with some, um, you know, major players, but, uh, it's it, quite honestly, it's a long process. And, 
um, just to develop a script. I mean, people say, well, you can write a script in 30 days. I'm like, well, you sure can, but, uh, (laughs) I don't, we don't write scripts in 30 days. We have, um, we have a process where we, we outline the story and, and literally pass it around. There's typically three of us, my wife, uh, and I, and then another writer, uh, Mm -hmm. who, who helps us. And, um, so we'll pass around an outline, really kind of work on that and, and then develop the script and we do multiple, multiple, multiple passes. Then we, then we will set, let certain, um, people read the scripts, you know, certain creatives that we trust read the script. And then we look for commonalities in the feedback. You know, we kind of, we'll make judgment calls on outlier issues or whatever, but then, you know, it's a constant state of refinement. Then of course, you know, you've got to raise the budget for the film, determine the budget, and then, you know, bring your creative team together to shoot the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, your director, photographer, uh, I co-directed, um, you know, my wife and I both produced and then, um, I co-directed mm-hmm. my wife also was this kind of a silent director as well, but, um, the Tulsa anyhow, but so you, so you bring your creative team together and then they, you know, everybody has their job and, and, um, it is a family. And if one, if one person on the creative team is not doing their job, especially on an indie film, you just can't get it done. Sure, so you, yeah. you typically become a family. We shoot the, we shoot the films pretty, very quickly. Um, Tulsa was shot in 21 days, which is wow. Very, quickly. <laughs> um, black bear, I think was shot in 20 days and, uh, the list was shot in about the same amount of time, which is lightning speed, but we don't have, we don't have, uh, you know, all these rehearsals and, and all this, we, you've got to go in there and get it just done. Do it. Can it go. And, ah. and, um, but most people are surprised when they see the, the, the films and the quality of the films that how quickly we shot it. And for the, the very limited budgets we shoot on, mm-hmm. uh, that being said, so then you put it, you know, then once you get it in the can, so to speak, you get it shot, then you of course have your editing team come in and that's a whole process. You know, you got to edit it and then color correction and then, you know, sure. any audio issues and put it all together and then the score soundtrack, all that. Right. And then, um, you know, cut your movie trailer, cut your poster and then, it's ready for distribution, but that can take se- certainly several years. I think, um, yeah. you know, it, it, it's, it's, you know, you can do it. You certainly can do it faster. And obviously each time you, you write a script, I think that, you know, you hopefully you get better at your craft. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, you know, you, like I realize there are certain strengths in writing that I have, but then there's also certain weaknesses. And so then my team compliments, we all compliment each other. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, hopefully you just get better and better and your knowledge base grows more and more and more. And, you know, we have gone from absolute, just a concept and idea of a film all the way to making the film and then putting it in theaters ourselves with Regals and then shopping to different distributors. So I feel like we've got a, we've got a pretty, uh, pretty awesome, um, I guess, seat at, at the table in terms of knowing how everything comes together. Mm-hmm. I don't know everything about every single process, certainly. Sure. And I'm always, uh, have room to grow, but, but, uh, we're, we're excited. We're excited to, uh, you know, hopefully get, get some bigger budgets and, and keep making, uh, other projects, but we've got, uh, we have the mental health one and we have, actually we have two action scripts mm-hmm. and then I'm, and then I'm working on a TV series, but it's, uh, it's a little early. I'm not going to let, uh, I've got to keep that one under close lid until it's, it's closer, but gotcha. I'm super, I'm super excited about it. Awesome. Okay. So then you said that if people want to learn more about you, they go to official Scott Pryor. Is that like a name on all of your social media sites or is that so like yes. a handle? Okay. So that's, that's uh that's Instagram. Ah, okay. um, that's Instagram. 
Laura. I'm going to pull my wife in. <laughs> Social media. Yep. Okay, all platforms are official Scott Pryor. I don't, gotcha. I don't get on social media. <laughs> I kind of gathered. <laughs> um, actually, I mean, like Laura and my team will say, "Hey, you've got a message from social," so it is me responding. But gotcha. But uh, but anyhow, so yeah, it's official Scott Pryor. That's that's all our um, social media all sites. Social and, media. And so, uh, awesome. Yeah. Okay, and then you said PryorEntertainment.com. So I will link to those in the show notes. Is there anything I have not asked you that you want to make sure you leave with our audience? Oh boy, that's a great question. Um, well, is there anything more that you're curious? I know your but, show focuses. I know you do a lot on health or whatever, but um, yeah, I kind of go back and forth. So we do a meditation on scripture every other every other episode, and then we do an interview, either health or an interview with somebody in the community or something like that every oh, other episode. Cool. So yeah, I mean, um, one question that I had based on what you said before was since you're also a trial attorney and yet you're filming it in like really tight amounts of time, I assume this is between cases or do you specifically take time off? How does that work? Uh, well, I mean, when you're, when you're shooting, shooting a film, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it's, we probably sleep four hours a night. I mean, I told we slept probably four hours a night through about four weeks and we pulled some all nighters. Although when oh, you wow. pull an all nighter, you're supposed to sleep during the day, but yes, you are. it's a, it's, <laughs> it's an adrenaline rush. And like, I, I take, you know, so like sleep aids to try to get some sleep. Cause I think that whole, you can survive without sleep. I think that's ridiculous. But, yeah. um, but that being said, even so, I've been doing law, you know, a while. So even when we're shooting, like when we're driving in between, you know, in between sets or whatever, I jump on my phone and check in with the office. And then I'm always kind of clearing emails and stuff like that. Now I drive, you know, some people are like, how do you do that? But it's just kind of how my brain works. Or like, I'm like, you know, on your average day, like I'm getting ready to, you know, prepare for a trial. We're supposed to pick a jury November 19th on this, you know, case downtown Atlanta, where this girl got hit in a crosswalk and hurt. Um, so, so this morning though, I'm up early I do my creative work early in the morning. So whether that's writing, mm-hmm. I mean, typically writing or, or, you know, working on something creatively, then I, you know, then I, uh, I typically have like prayer and devotion and stuff like that. And then, um, and then I will go to the gym workout. Then I do law. Cause once I, once I delve into law, my creativity, uh, just kind of goes out the, Not there <laughs> goes as out much. the window a little yeah. bit because of the, the stress and the pressure of what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Unless it's, a uh, you know, a call at night with another, you know, somebody on our writing team or production team, but like my, my heavy, heavy thinking creative where I'm writing or, or uh, doing something heavy, heavily creative, um, where it's not just conversations and and this and that is typically done early in the morning. And then I just do law after, but we, Mm -hmm. I honestly, I, I, I do blocks of creative and then blocks of law, Mm -hmm. but we certainly do both about every day. So, um, Great. Well, uh, I will link to your contact information in the show notes for anybody who wants to check out more on prior entertainment and all the movies that you've already got and the things that are coming forward. And thank you so much, Scott, for being on. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank thank you, Doc, Doc, so much for for having us. And, um, you know, I appreciate you having us on the show and uh, God bless you. And if anyone, you know, anyone listen to this, just just know God has a purpose for your life and uh, you were created for a reason and um, find out what that reason is. And we ask that you pray for our projects and uh, you know, if you want more uh, positive, you know, films and stuff support, you know, Christian filmmakers and, 
in that. So that's all I would say. Thank for you, sure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Christian Natural Health. This show is run by you. So please write in with topic and guest suggestions for future shows. For more great content, subscribe to Dr. Lauren's blog at www.drlaurendeville.com or follow her on Facebook or Twitter at Dr. Lauren Deville. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating in iTunes. It really helps us to stand out so other people can discover great content as well. Have a great week and God bless you. Hello, this is Dr. Doug Grotheis, host of Truth Tribe, where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most. And we are not tribal since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.